um why do you why do you choose graphic novel as a form of storytelling i mean why not because uh, there's text there's image it has ex- extremely high expressive quality it has depth um if you compare it to other mediums it has its own advantages it has its disadvantages the disadvantages can also become advantages like you can't have sound in comics you have to um there's brevity meaning like you have to say whatever you have to say clearly and uh, uh you cannot like spend too much time you have to sort of be precise uh even if you're saying talking about some vague uh, philosophical thing you have to be your writing is precise and uh, mm, not just people who write comic books or graphic novels but even people who read graphic novels have to it is not a passive reading because um, it's like watching youtube you know i mean it's like your own uh, understanding of the world kind of comes out it's not like as opposed to netflix which is like you know somebody else decides what you you have the power to kind of you know decide how you're going to read it to what depth uh, you understand so it has many layers uh, in graphic novel uh, it's more interesting than cinema for me because in cinema the director decides how long you you are allowed to watch what and in comics there's always the possibility of going back and forth so if you put in a lot of complexities at the early stage people can go back and refer back to it um it is uh, in novels also you can do it but then um, uh, i i find the visual uh, narrative uh, more interesting because it kind of creates a sense of you need less words to describe the atmosphere because you can just draw it and also there's readability in drawings so it's not just the text that you read you also read the image and when you read the image a lot of your own understanding of mm, visual culture comes through so i think it's a it's a combination of uh, of all these things that drew me into um, graphic novels and also it's a compositional art you're composing a graphic novel you know it is more like it's closer to music or song uh, than to like either cinema or uh, or uh, or novels because you can do um, you can have very good writing and very good drawings but you can still write about very bad comics on the other hand you can also have like very basic writing and very very basic drawing but together it creates like a a fantastic reading material so you know how it works must do try to achieve an accurate image while you are writing especially if you are writing about like a different period or a different place which you haven't experienced yourself yeah accurate is a is an interesting word what is accurate uh, is it accurate in terms of information if it's accurate in terms of information photography is perhaps even a better medium or video is a better medium if it's accurate from a more like mental space like you know an abstract mental association or memory or what we call in comics tone tonality or atmosphere i feel like comics is a is is better suited to kind of create those tonality and atmosphere so for example if you're feeling low or if you're having this feeling that it's one of those evenings where you feel that something's going to happen but nothing's going to happen these kind of you know vague uh, emotional states and uh, mental health states etc if you have to accurately depict it sometimes comics is actually better because uh, again comics works at a psychological level uh, it is a it is a psychological theater that you are trying to create uh, 
and sometimes psychological theater means that you are not using the images which are directly linked to to the to the situation but it evokes the the feeling so part of the joy of doing comics is that you there is an abstraction which you're trying to achieve through text and image so accuracy uh, is a in comics becomes a subjective thing so you might not be accurately depicting um the city or the or the or the, or the, or the place of the your ambassador does not look like an ambassador but the the feeling that you're generating is accurate so one of the interesting things about comics is what you write as i'm getting older i'm realizing what you intend to say you almost never say it because your writing is not about what you're writing in the comics but you're writing about something else so you're showing say for example uh uh, uh landing of moon chandra and landing of moon and that's what you're showing but actually you end up basically talking about uh how all your life you've been is the second best or or you always sort of never really managed to kind of win or whatever you know so comics has this ability to kind of you know make amazing metaphors of 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 real life which is why comic book readership as as uh, you mentioned that you find comic book interesting is because uh, i suppose you have um, you have those sort of you know visual clues in your mind you have an active mind and somewhere the you're collaborating with the writer so if you're reading my book it's not you're just reading with me you're also collaborating with me to get to a meaning are you are you getting it meaning it's not you're passively i've told you what to imagine but you yourself are doing all the imagination and that's why i think some people find comic books more interesting than say watching movie or or stuff like that um you you do talk about politics you do talk about the casteism you you have talked about that kind of do you want to take a forward a political narrative with your stories as well like is there a fixed idea that you are consciously trying to make a point with it being political or other philosophical or does it just happen yeah I, uh, you see uh, with like humor also you don't really uh, look to kind of make people laugh so i to, to answer your question about politics that no i'm like real polit- straight up politics of uh, whether it's politics or identity politics gender national politics uh, communal politics whatever uh, i have my sensibilities of course but i the comics does not directly uh, um talk about the politics and also my comics is not um activism or any kind of you know pushing a political agenda forward however i am interested in how human beings are affected by politics how people uh get um either it is like a charisma of a leader how people start following how followers develop how dedicated dedicated fans become how people uh you know all conservatism within people like deep seated prejudices of caste class religion um how they uh how they balance it in their own life and how they uh, kind of thing they uh, that is more important for me than like sort of indirect or political sort of you know so with politics i'm kind of i'm more interested in how people react to that politics or with how they agree or disagree to that politics so political uh, i've stayed away from political reportage partly because i am 
I don't think I'm a political cartoonist or, or a political comic book writer because there are people like that who does it. I, I, I feel that if I do that, I already kind of, you know, sort of directly take sides and much of the poetry and the, for me, the poetry and the lyrics of comics is lost when I'm trying to, like you said, going towards an agenda. Uh, if there's an agenda. So there's no agenda per se in my comics because I don't really know when I start and where it's going to end and what else, whatever else is happening is my own consciousness. So if the person is political, if the, if the consciousness is political, then I feel that you don't have to overtly uh, get into politics of, of, of sides of identity and things like this. But the politics is, it's a bit like humor also. You're not uh, trying to make people happy, but if it's a, or funny, uh, or uh, um, um, trying to make people feel like sort of, you know, laugh, but somewhere it kind of, uh, uh, it comes out like an accent, you know, like if you have a strong Bengali accent, it comes out no matter what you speak. So similarly, humor also comes up. So there's nothing self-consciously like funny that I'm going to write a very funny piece. And that I think is a, is a very, um, it's quite important for me to, to kind of, also, you know, political uh, comics, a lot of people write on it. It only kind of attracts uh, uh, usually a converted group of people. Whoever adheres to that politics, they would read it and enjoy it. And whoever is against that politics will, will rubbish it or discard it. And I'm not interested in people who are already believe in what I'm saying. But I'm more interested in people who are like sort of, you know, who haven't really decided their mind, who are like kind of confused or whatever. That's the lot. So whenever I'm writing anything political, those are the people I'm thinking of, not really people who are like my gang or that sort of stuff. So you like do have a, like you, the target audience is of a certain ideology, I think. Is that the Arab? When you're younger, you have this sort of idea of target audience, right? But then as you get like sort of, you know, um, as, as you get older and a little bit more, I guess, self-assured and more confident, I guess, the idea of the target audience does not really exist anymore. You can only write what you can write. You can only be as deep as you are yourself. You can only, because anything else is false. And one of the things that I would like to sort of, tell my students or encouragement. So try to be honest, if, if, even if it's not uh, glorious, if it's not graceful, if it's, if it's awkward, if it's, uh, uh, it is honest. And, uh, and that honesty shows in the narrative, you know, you cannot write more cleverly than you are. And you can't write, you can't be more dumb than you are because either ways you will reveal yourself. So, the concept of target audience is sort of uh, as I'm as I've grown older, it it has vanished. Maybe you have a few friends in mind who you kind of extrapolated that this person would like this or this person would not like this, but the whole idea of a target audience is uh, not there. And it's a bit I find it a bit dangerous also for this whole idea of the target audience because what has happened with the onset of social media, uh, especially Instagram. And uh, and uh, what's the other thing? TikTok and uh, what has happened is like uh, people who are producers or cultural creators or or maybe comic book writers or or painters or whatever, they put on some post and then suddenly a large number of people like it and then um, then they put on another post that not that many people like it. So 
uh, it's a human impulse that you pull, move towards like you slowly your your writing changes and seems to like sort of adhere to the something that you posted and you got 600 likes as, as opposed to something that you posted which has got 100 likes and this is uh, I find it problematic because then you start like playing up to the gallery playing up to your fans you become the Babaji complex what do you say you know you want to become a Babaji and uh and then I feel like, you know, you limit yourself because you then you, you fit into it. And that doesn't only happen in social media. It also happens in artwork that, you know, some artwork that you've started, it makes you famous. If, for example, you put together utensils and sewn them together and made into a sculpture and seemingly everybody likes it. You push yourself or the gallery pushes you to kind of continue doing that same work, which has which is pleasing to people and easily uh, sellable. But that same artist might have many other sides to them. They might be like wanting to do video. They might want to do like small drawings, which are not as popular. So I feel there's a danger of like this sort of target audience uh, business because then you, because everybody else is optimizing themselves to kind of get to the target uh, piece. Like for example, advertising, design, people who do design, they have this, their job is to optimize things, make it more and more efficient. And efficiency and optimization are two things I'm against, or like you know, not fully against, but I feel like that kind of makes a life more unidimensional. And to me, it also stops exploration, new forms being found. So we have to constantly, I feel, I personally to make make it more interesting for myself, I have to push a little bit of like my own boundaries to different different things which are not safe. And when you become too much target oriented, or, uh, this thing oriented, then you like want to play safe and you want to be popular. And I think it's very important at an early stage in life to free yourself or emancipate yourself to become like a popular, to become a guru. And uh, and I think that's important because comics is a modest, uh, modest uh, uh, discipline. We are not, we are not, uh, we are never going to be even as famous like a B grades. B uh, level TV star, so fame is not a not an important. There's no money uh, really of any consequence. So why are we doing? It? We're doing it for our own self or our own mental health or to kind of just live life. So this is this does not come very quickly. This realization it didn't come when I was in my twenties because like everybody else, I want like famous, well known, whatever. But as you get older, these things start happening. And you feel like more relaxed with your form. But do you do you ever feel bored of your work? Or if if that has not happened till now, have you ever thought about like passion dying and stuff like that? Because right now I've been thinking about that a lot. Like I, I like making I like watching films, making films, writing about it, doing podcasts. But what if that dies? And have you ever thought about that idea in itself? Is that not scary? Um you know, you get bored and then you stop kind of producing the work. Uh, it hasn't happened yet because, uh, you know, the it's a vast world, you know. It is a vast world to explore from. I don't have to kind of try out different art forms. I don't have to dance Mohini Attam or, uh, or, you know, take up doing video or animation until now because I was bored with comics, because the the world, so imagine that you are living in a town, say if you're living in Bhopal, and it just does not end. You know, you've seen the, um, the, the old parts of Bhopal, you've seen the new parts of Bhopal, you've seen the 
then suddenly one day you want to sort of you know look at bhopal from the uh, old uh, merchants old traders of bhopal right then one day you want to see like the sports culture of bhopal then another day you want to see the talabs the lake culture of bhopal one day you just want to like go and eat and you just like spend a... and comics is so close to life because life is reflected in comics being bored with life and being bored with comics would be the same thing so people who tend to get like bored with life i've noticed are people who lack imagination i mean sound sounds a bit ha- harsh but i think in lacking imagination is a, is a, um, like a lot of people like think that delhi is a rough city and it has nothing to pose like only government buildings and ruins and things like that but you know delhi has a fantastic subculture you know it is not easy to like like bombay's because it's bombay's much like easily likable more optics are better but delhi has tremendous amount of subculture and and tremendous amount of lifestyle things uh, what we call a the word is ferment it has a lot of ferment and it is your imagination your individual imagination that opens up these worlds so comics um, i've never really been bored of comics because you know when i get bored of say one aspect of uh, of the work there is another aspect that that appears so like for example i might be bored with people but then there's architectural spaces that i want to explore and architecture texture might architects texture might actually have give me even a closer understanding of the human condition than human beings itself i can talk about the trees i can talk about the birds of delhi or i can talk about you know um you know amdabad there so how it's like being bored with life and you know some people do get temporarily bored with life but then there's not like there's no alternative to life right you can't like suspend it and then do something else and then come back to life so comics a little bit for me like that and i'm like old i've been doing comics for like many years now 20 25 years and i've not been bored ever until now because there's always something new comes up because you have to understand that if there's no learning that's another thing when people get bored when you're not learning anything through your work that you become a master of your work and there's nothing to learn you're just trying to every time become yourself uh in your in your work you you you, you are in that you want to maintain your standard but the point is not about that the point is about like opening up new worlds taking new pathways taking new routes to go to college stuff like like do you think india is going to remain a safe space for art in the upcoming years Yeah you see this is a very interesting question that a lot of artists are facing right now because they've been directly lot of some of them have been directly involved with this sort of current changing india either as chroniclers or people who have been stopped from chronicling uh it is not an easy space and it is a space that uh, constantly needs to be negotiated uh you know there have been challenges for artists and journal- it's not just artists journalists academics you know they you know there is restrictions uh, which we never imagined uh, that would have happened in like you know you you guys are coming into this generation seeing these restrictions about like in in our country but these never really existed before they were like sure they were like banning of salman rushdie's book and there was shabanus case but but uh, now it is very quick if you put up something there's a very quick response to it and uh, there are there are demands and there are uh, uh first requests and then there are demands that you know why do you put it up and if it is possible politely take it off because it is inciting people or it's whatever it comes in different words and different thing but yes it is a restricted space uh 
for artists. Uh, I, I would not insult those artists who are facing those uh, issues by saying that it does not exist. However, I feel like um, life is large and uh, we artists are powerful people. They have something which is very powerful, which is imagination. Uh, they have skills and imaginations to understand the present, to make it's, we would understand the present differently than a sociologist or, or an economist. Uh, because the wires are, are, I'm not glorifying an artist, but I'm saying like you're meant to like sort of think differently. And I'm, I'm hopeful that interesting forms are going to come out of this. You know, Moscow conceptualism happened. It's a very interesting art uh, phenomenon which happened during the time of um, Stalin. And, uh, and it produced very interesting art. Um, then there are other uh, movements that has happened in various parts of the world. So within this restriction also, we don't necessarily have to always think of it as, uh, as, uh, as, uh, as, you know, like, the, you know, as we have been destroyed, but we can also think slowly, slowly about it as being an opportunity to, uh, to come back. In, in a different way. What is the worst thing about being an artist is becoming irrelevant. That is something that we need to talk about more is irrelevance. So if there's, a, for example, a piece of sensitive news, if you ban it, or a sensitive book, if you ban it, you obviously raise interest in it, as all of you know. In my one of my comic books, there's also like a a little group of people whose job is to ban things only for two weeks so that the book kind of develops enough interest and then the ban is lifted and then suddenly the sales of the book comes up. It's a bit like, I don't know, some of you might have used this word trigger warning. So you have like something really basic to say or like something really boring and unimportant to say, but moment you put trigger warning in front of it, people are going to like, you know, look at things. So there's a, uh, so often banning and restriction are not really a way to silence uh, art, it probably gives it more voice, right? But the worst fear for, for artists is irrelevance. When you take that sensitive piece of news or art and put it on page 12, that's when you've killed it. So, I mean, banning is really an inefficient way to kind of make some, to silence something, but making it irrelevant. So my fear is not about like so much like restricted by banning or politics. I don't I don't write that kind of political stuff, My, but definitely there's a, there's a fear of, of, of uh, irrelevance because uh, uh, I might not be uh, fitting very well in, in this atmosphere of like very strongly etched out identities, very strong kind of uh, political views. Uh, people are extremely like whatever uh, sensitive uh, to kind of, you know, uh, the kind of literature that seems to do well is you know, an ideal article right now is which has got a full article with micro calling uh, call outs. You're just calling out either ideas, thoughts, food, restaurant, city, uh, whatever. So it's just this little minor, minor call out or minor, minor comparison with this. Madras is better than Bangalore kind of argument or stuff like that. Or you create like this sort of tension of identities and that is a very successful or um, caste identities and things like that and 
this is a great way to communicate in this current world but i don't do that kind of stuff like i mean i i want to but uh, i don't want to also but uh, which means that um, my point of view which is basically about looking at the the the, the del delicious waste of human life you know <laughs> the, the the absolute uh, the the repast of a human existence uh uh is my it might become irrelevant at some point in time. to understand our existential condition to kind of get deeper into like our own minds and our own mental being uh, uh sometimes using mystery and magic sometimes using uncanny uh not being very directly attacking to anyone but sort of insinuating that kind of deeper problem these all these things i feel might become less and less important so there's more of a fear of irrelevance than uh than like being banned or stuff like that for me personally comics uh, also is closer to poetry if it is closer to any kind of literary form it is it comes closest to poetry